You are listening to the Jabin Chavez Leadership Podcast, a conversation designed to help you find your organizational culture and leadership values. Jabin is a pastor, artist, and highly sought-after speaker who has a long track record of growing departments, ministries, and organizations. We know that this podcast will bring value to you as a leader and to your entire team. All right, we're going to look at two scriptures in Joshua really quick, just to give us like a little idea of what's happening. And then, um, so in, in Joshua, we see in Joshua chapter one, verse two, Moses, my servant is dead. Therefore, the time has come for you to lead these people. So, uh, Joshua didn't know Moses had died at this point. Moses went up to the mountain. And, uh, every, everyone's kind of at the bottom of the mountain waiting for him to come back. And then, you know, after a few days, God finally speaks to Joshua and he goes, okay, that season's over. Now you're the leader. So the, the first thing about leadership, this isn't in my notes, but just for you to, you have to identify yourself as a leader. You have to believe you're a leader. And that's the first thing that God tells Joshua, you're, you're the leader and you have to believe that about yourself. So there's so much in this from, from confidence to lifestyle, to how you think, to how you talk, to how you pray, to how you, to, to how you handle pressure. But the, but the first thing that, that every leader has to receive for themselves is that this is now my time to do this. And a lot of people just resist that. They'll just, they'll go through their whole life resisting. I don't, I don't want to be that, but you have to have the mental shift of receiving that. Then once Joshua was able to see himself and it wasn't Caleb, it was Joshua. This is really important because it could have been one of one or the other. And yet, for whatever reason, like when you think about that, for whatever reason, God didn't choose Caleb, he chose Joshua. And so there was something in Joshua that had to go, okay, this is, this is for me. Now in Joshua chapter three, verse seven, the Lord told Joshua today, I will begin to make you a great leader in the eyes of Israel. So it was like, God went, okay, Joshua, you finally believe that about yourself. Now I'm going to help the people believe that about you. But the people won't believe that about you until you believe it. They will know that I am with you just like I was with Moses. So God goes, I'm going to confirm publicly what I've spoken to you privately. But, but that you never have a Joshua 3, 7 without a Joshua 1, 2. So the first thing that has to happen is you have to go, okay, I am, I am a leader. I am a person of influence. I, I, God's call is on my life. You have to receive that for yourself. Nope. And Uh, Nobody can talk that into you. You have to do that. That's between you and God. Once that happens, then no one can talk you out of it. You know what I mean? So like, no one's going to talk me out of who I am. You just, you couldn't. Um, I know, I know pastors that could be talked out of their calling (laughs) because they're not confident enough. They don't, they haven't had that yet. They haven't had. Talking to a guy yesterday, just, oh, I don't think I'm made for this. And it's like, well, you're probably not then. Like, cause if you don't believe that, like you, 
there's something in you that has to go. The Lord has put this on me. And there's a gift on my life, a call on my life, an anointing on my life that that you you have to step it. You don't announce it, but you do have to receive it. And then once you once you get to that place, then the Lord says, Okay, now I'm gonna confirm it publicly. Um, people are gonna see you that way. And so just just for this for this room and for this level of our church, there is an expectation on every staff member that every staff member be a leader. So that won't always be the case. There will eventually just be like, yeah, that person answers the phone and that person ships out product and that person cleans and that person, you know what I'm saying? And that person runs sound, but they're not. But at this level, everybody has to receive, I'm a leader. You have to, you have to get that in your head and in your heart. And you got to talk that way and you got to act that way and you got to pray that way and you got to lead that way. Um, because it's, it's the, we're still on that ground floor of our church. And so you have to receive that for yourself more than, more than I say that over you. There's something in you that has to say, okay, I am a leader. So one, one more time, leadership is influence. Leadership is the conviction that what I do is important. And so there's this, there's a conviction about you that you have to get about yourself that is beyond just doing tasks, but like truly, um, for whatever reason, the Lord has allowed me to be a part of this church at this season. And there's a, there's a leadership anointing and call that I can step into and that you should step into. So I want to talk about three, three things then that a, that a leader needs to do and that we really need to do in this season, because this is a really significant season as a church. The first is we have to share the vision. You, you must become a vision evangelist and an, and a vision apologist for City Light Church. You have to share the vision. I need everybody sharing the vision. What could be and what should be for City Light Church? This is where we're going. This is how we're going to get there. This is where you fit. One more time, this is how you share a vision. This is where we're going. This is how we're going to get there. This is how you fit. We, we need to be able to talk that way to our teams. This is where we're going. This is how we're getting there. This is where you fit. Um, so now the questions start coming up. Why Sierra Vista? Well, before people even ask why, we should already be communicating it so that there isn't even room for why are we going to uh, portable? We're not even like, hey, we want to reach more people. We want to help more people. We want to do less services. We want a bigger room for a greater expression of who our church is. Like, this is where we're going. We're going to build a building, but before we build a building, we're going to Sierra Vista. This is where we're going. We, we, we're talk it's not about comfort. It's about calling. It's not about comfort. It's about conviction. It's not about comfort. It's about what's best for our church and what's best for our community. This is where we're going. 
We're going from an abstract, odd little strip mall to a high school that everybody knows. It's better. People know it. It's not Unit 105 behind the Buffalo Wild Wings, follow the smell. It's Sierra Vista High School, right? Like, do you understand? Like, this is where we're going. The psychological fight from 200 seats to 900 seats is is too big. So we're going to transition them with 600 seats. This is where we're going. We can grow without having to add more services in this little room and it starts to feel like Groundhog Day. We can, this is where we're going. Here's how we're getting there. We need a setup team. Here's how we're getting there. Uh, we, we, we need more volunteers per kid's classroom. Here's how we're getting there. We're going to need uh, different levels of commitment. This is how we're getting there. We're going to change up service times. This is how we're going to, so now we start talking that way. So here's, this is how we're getting there. We're going to have to stream on Thursday nights or film on Thursday nights for the stream, but the online presence is now so important. We don't want to lose that. So this is how we're getting it. So you just, this is what vision is. This is where we're going. This is how we get there. Here's where you're involved. So now you have, now we have to recruit people into our teams. Hey, I need you. Hey, you got to be involved. Hey, I'm counting on you. Hey, what can you do? We, we have to, this is where you fit. Um, it's not, it's not just going to happen by accident. You're going to, you're, there is a place for you in the vision. So we share the vision, share the vision. Don't, don't miss that. Jared, come on over here. Share the vision. You know, I care too much about feng shui. Um, share the vision. Number two, share the call. Everyone say this out loud. Say needed and known. One more time. Needed and known. One more time. Needed and known. Okay, so when we share the call, we're talking about there is a need and we need you. We need you. One of the things that um, meeting with a pastor Sunday, he said, uh, he said, how have you created a culture of generosity in your church where people are generous and give? And I said, well, I think first and foremost, I'm generous and I, and I lead the way in generosity. I said, but we're, we tell people we need you. We look out into the room and we look at specifically men and fathers and dads and, and the men of the house. And we go, we need you to give. We cannot do ministry without you. We need you. People have to feel needed. Don't worry about burning people out because that's not going to happen because we're not going to do that because we're a healthy culture. So what we are going to do is we're going to call people and we're going to, we're going to ask them to be needed. So, um, think about this, compare our church to the church of 30 people. Okay. Why do they come to our church? We could name a thousand reasons. Let's name some of the great reasons people come to City Light Church. Just start throwing them out there. Preaching, worship, community, excellence, kids' ministry, small groups, uh, opportunity, next steps, foundations, Holy Spirit, culture, 
the worship's always excellent. The sound's always perfect. The online stream is always crispy. The da 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 on and on. There's always something great for my kids or something great for my youth or something great for Christmas services are going to be awesome. They're going to have Santa there and they're going to have snow and they're going to have cookies and they're going to have, okay, there's a, there's hundreds of reasons why people would come to City Light and they're, and they're all very good reasons and all valid. So why then do people go to the church with 30 people that don't have any of that? Think about this. They don't have good sound. The mic is going in and out. The kids' ministry's chaos. Um, there, there's no vision. There's no. Okay, so why would people go? Because they're needed, and they're known. Think about that. That's why they go. They go because they're needed and known. They go because they know they got to go set up the chairs because no one else is going to do it. And they got to go turn on that little sound system, a little Mackie soundboard, and they got to, right? That's why they got, remember those? And, and man, a pastor's counting on me to go clean the toilets before service. And so they're needed and known. Okay. So there's a hundred reasons why they come to City Light. Let me tell you the two reasons people leave City Light, because they're not needed and they're not known. So the two reasons that people would go to a smaller church are the two reasons people would leave a larger church. Okay, so it, so if we're talking about share the call, we're talking about you're needed. Well, that church, man, they got everything. It's already like, I, I like, I missed my chance to get in on that church. No, 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 absolutely not. You're needed. Well, they, they already got everyone in the sound booth and worship team's always great and Seems like plenty of kids volunteer. No, you're needed. So we have to then somehow communicate to the teams or to the people, you are needed. We need you. There's a place for you. There's an opportunity for you. There's a, there's a space for you. You're needed. So within your teams, you have to somehow communicate that to the people we're sharing the call. You're, I need you. I need you to serve. I need you to give. I'm expecting you. I'm counting on you. Um, it, it's, it's not as good without you. It's you're, you're so, you're so valuable. And, and, um, there, there's something beautiful that you bring to the body and you bring to this house. So you're needed. So I grew up uh, a part of my church experience at a, at a former employer was everyone's replaceable. Everyone's replaceable. Don't get cocky. Everyone's replaceable. Uh, don't have an attitude. Everyone's will replace you like that. Leave and God will send us 10 more. Well, what it did is it, is it stripped us of our value in the organization. So is everyone replaceable? Of course. Am I replaceable? Of course. But that's not the kind of spirit we want to communicate. We actually want to communicate the opposite spirit. You're, you're loved and needed and cared for. And, and we can't do this without you. We don't want to do this without you. We want you on that team. We want you serving. We want you, uh, we want you a part of this house. A everything this house needs is in your house and everything your house needs is in this house. There's this, there's this needing that, that needs to take place and never be ashamed or afraid to tell your teams, I need you. 
We never ask with an apology ever, 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 never, never apologize for asking. Hey, I'm really sorry, but that's, that's not it. It's, I need you. You're important. You play such a special role in this house. I'm counting on you. I'm expecting you're needed. You got to get that across. So we're sharing the vision. We're sharing the call. Number three, we're sharing the love. You're known. You're known. So you're not just needed. You're known. People will leave our church because they don't feel needed and they don't feel known. They'll stay in our church and they'll come to our church because they feel needed and known. So known. So it's not just that you're needed. It's you're loved, you're valued, you're cared about. I'm interested in you. You're valuable. You're special. Uh, you're irreplaceable. We we hate to see you go. Please, we 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 love you. There's a there's a known. People feel known. People miss service, and somebody texts them. People bounce for a couple of weeks. Hey, where you been? Uh, people are challenged. Hey, are you in a small group? There's there's a known. Um, hey, saw you talking to that guy. Are you guys interested in each other? Is everything what's going on there? Hey, I saw you sit with that girl. Is that like somebody? There's a known. Um, it's it's not control. It's love. Right. So you know, I won't I won't tease anybody in this room. But like you know, you'll see somebody dating somebody, and they'll start sitting together, and we're like, hey, who's that? You know, hey, or you know. Well, I don't want to get into, you know, hey, ask her out. Hey, we'll set you up on a date. Hey, I think you guys would like each other if you, you know, like there's a known that like people feel, you know, EJ got engaged. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. And it's like, hey, I gave him a big hug Sunday. Congratulations. I'm so excited for you. There's a known that, and that shouldn't be like contrived. Right. Like Nadia didn't give me an email this week of like the people I need to congratulate. <laughs> I walk in, I'm like, oh yeah, EJ. Hey man. No, there's a known there. There's a, there's a value there. There's a, so pe people ought to feel known. People ought to feel, should feel that from us, a, a hello, a greeting, a hug, a handshake. Um, how you doing? What's going on? Like there, there needs to be that spirit because because there's a hundred reasons for them to come to this church but there's only really two reasons that they'll leave this church and here's what's crazy even with disagreements when people feel needed and known they'll actually work out their disagreements so like back in the craziness of 2020 uh th there was some there was a, a gazillion opinions flying around the atmosphere all at once but it was a, it was amazing the the people that I was in relationship with that disagreed with me that we were able to because needed and known because of of our walk together we're able to you know navigate those times because of the relationship built and if if 
if they attended our church but didn't feel needed and known, it was it was weird to see how like quickly they could get out of the fold through disagreement. So, hundred reasons they'll come to our church, two reasons they'll leave our church. Usually, usually people don't leave over doctrine or over one sermon. That's like rare, but even when that happens, it's usually back to a disconnection point. You know what I'm saying? Usually. Now there's the rare, rare, rare. There have been a few people that have left our church over the years that I was like shocked by, where I really felt like, man, you are connected, you're locked, you're serving, you're giving, you're, you're, and then one, one thing I said in a sermon made you, you know, and you're like, what? So that can happen, but that's like, I can think of like three or four people. You know what I'm saying? That's like very, very rare. What's normal is if people feel needed and known, we can navigate even disagreements or frustrations or tough seasons or because of that. So that's what we constantly have to communicate to our teams. We're communicating the vision, we're communicating the need, and we're communicating that they are known. We're communicating vision, call, love. This is what could be. This is how you fit into it. You're needed in this. We need you to be a part of this. And you're known, you're loved, you're you're valued here. And that's what we, that's what leaders do. And leaders do that over and over and over and over and over and over again. And over and over and over and over again. And that's what creates that weird, crazy unity, love feeling in a church that is like, I can't, I can't explain it, I, but I can feel it. And, um, it, it, we have to work at it. It's strategic. It's not a game. It's not a, uh, it's not a skill in the sense of like, it's not like a sales tactic. <laughs> it's actually, okay, if we want to grow the church, we got to make sure people feel needed to let, no, no, we actually, value humanity and we value the house of God and we value their part in the house of God and we value God's part in their house. Like we, because as much as we need them, we know they need this house. So that's the comp, that's the leadership confidence side of it. Like I went home Sunday going, love it or hate it. You needed to hear what I said. <laughs> I either preached you in or I preached you out, but I had to say the truth. So I value, that's the confidence that I, now that doesn't mean it's always easy. It doesn't mean I didn't lose some sleep Sunday night. It just means that's the confidence I have to have in, in what the value I believe I bring. So that's where the self-confidence, God confidence comes in to go. Now we, we, absolutely believe in the value that we are bringing to our community. And we also absolutely believe in the value that they're going to bring to the community. And together we, we have that divine partnership. So, um, we're always, we're always fighting for this. We're always working on this. We're always, we're always saying it and spraying it and communicating it and, and trying to rally people around this reality. Cause it's such a, important part of, of what we do. It's really, it's all we do. We're, we're in the people business. We're not, 
if 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 we weren't in the people business, we could just stream on sun, you know, stream and raise money and build a TV studio and do that. But we don't do that. We're we're in the people business, not just the ministry business, uh, because uh, our call is different. So we're not a we're not a Christian ministry that produces content. That's one thing we do, but. The, the main thing we do is people, 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 people. And um, when people feel that, they'll be attracted to it and they'll keep coming. And so that's what we're working at. Share the vision, share the call, share the love. In Jesus' name, amen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.